What's up, WWE Champions Universe? Welcome to Champions Chat, the fastest growing podcast dedicated to WWE Champions mobile app. I'm the American Nightmare, Rusty Graves, and with me as always is Gold Dust, Lee Brown. What's up, Lee? Ooh. Hey. Uh, you, you know, I, I was going to do something different. It's Friday the 13th on this podcast here. If you're listening in the future, it's a different date. But uh, hey, Gold Dust, uh, not quite a horror character, but we're close, right? We got the, we got, we got the costume vibe going, very Halloween. Goldust is pretty freaky deaky, pretty spooky. You know, he he did a lot he of be. he did a lot of stuff that messed with a lot of people's minds. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, and uh, with us today for the second time on the podcast, first time being a second time guest, we have Iron Sheik. So, Iron Sheik, would you would you do your classic introduction for us? Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's I, Iron Sheik 84, and we're here for some WWE Champions action. Yeah. Oh, and this is the first time we got you on video. So uh, last time around, it was voice only. This time we get to see your awesome Bret Hart shirt. So uh, Bret Hart, when when you're Iron Sheik, talk to me about that. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so I. For those that may not know, I'm actually from Afghanistan uh, originally. I grew up here in the States, hence why I don't have an accent when I tell people that. Um, but yeah, uh, when I was in high school, my nickname was Sheik, uh, partly because of like, you know, just, you know, Arab, you know, things that pretty much everybody else knew that. And also a big fan of Zelda, um, even though I'm not a girl, <laughs> you know, Uh but but yeah, and then just Iron Sheik kind of stuck because uh, in the world of wrestling, I didn't know very many other people from my area of the world. So I was like, yeah, Iron Sheik, there you go. Uh, but yeah, uh, Bret Hart is my favorite wrestler of all time. He is the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Um, uh, like, I know everybody likes different forms of wrestling. Some people like brawling some people like the i've heard it uh termed as the flippy doos which i do enjoy quite a bit as well but yeah uh technical wrestling is what i like and i've always thought brett has been the best at it that's awesome so so tell me uh those who are listening on audio i'll describe it but how offensive is this goldberg action figure sitting on my shelf to to your sensibility chic um, okay, so I'm not as bitter towards Goldberg as Bret Hart is. Um, my 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 critique on Bill is um, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure other people can say this too, but basically, he was like, "Oh, the WWE is terrible for like what ten years, fifteen years, or whatever after his after his initial run, and then he came back, kind of." I don't I don't want to go into like a long tangent, but I think that he like tainted Brock's win over Taker by like defeating him in 30 seconds and then also taking the title off of, you know, uh was it KO or Bray? I'm, I'm blanking right now. It was but, KO. Yeah, it was KO. Like yeah. uh you well, know, he that, did take it off Bray as well. It was different, the red versus the blue universal. But yeah. Yeah. But you know what I but you know what I mean. Like I just I was kinda like, eh, he came back and then, you know. He was, you know, he wrestled once a month or, you know, whatever, and then rode off into the sunset, burying everybody on the way out. So that's my that's my take on Goldberg. Nice. Nice. Lee, were you, were you a WCW guy, Lee? I mean, were you a Goldberg fan or um, yeah. did you follow that run? Oh, yeah. yeah. I did. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh so uh, I know I know uh, people have different things going on. Um, uh, well, when I say different things, I'm sorry. Uh, what I meant was I know some people didn't have cable or whatever, you know, growing up. And then uh, depending on where you were in the U.S., some people got uh, TNT, some people didn't. Um, but yeah, uh, sorry. Um, so uh, what happened is... Um, I would, I was always a WWE guy. So what I would do, especially with Nitro, is I would, uh, I would turn, I would watch the first hour of Nitro, then I turned to Raw, and then when Raw was in commercials, I'd turn over to TNT, watch what's going on, and then like check back every couple of minutes, <laughs> jump in the channel back and forth, um, and then uh, what is it? 
they they used to have like the Saturday shows and whatnot on WCW. So yeah, I watched both, but kind of when the Attitude Era like really took off, I just became less and less of a WCW guy and more and more of a WWE guy. And I think even in like the last like year or two, like whenever Vince Russo did that infamous reboot and everything, I was just like, eh, this is trash. I don't care. I'm not watching this. Yeah, yeah. So I I, uh, I grew up with WWE, F, whatever, in the 80s, legendary stuff. And then I stopped watching wrestling entirely. And then my buddy Jim, uh, we live in Casper, Wyoming. WCW was coming for Thunder. Uh, and my buddy Jim had us all go. So got introduced to Goldberg that way. But Sheik, you mentioned uh, Saturday. So we went, the last show I ever went to of WCW was, again, in Casper. It was a Saturday show. Booker T, Harlem Heat comes out. Booker T gets on the microphone and goes, Casper, Wyoming, what's up? But on WCW Saturday morning or whatever, if you watch the video, it goes, Casper, uh, Wyoming, beep. And then the announcer goes, can you say that on television? And I was like, hey, 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 I was there for that. He said, what's up? That is not, what were they trying to do there? So whatever, whatever. It was a work. It was a work. And, um, there's a lot of that going on, but you know what's not a work is our new three-minute moveset videos that we've been putting on YouTube. And I, I've noticed this. Lee um, has actually been chiming in on Facebook met, um, boards where people are like, new wrestler, how should I run him? Is he any good? And then Lee will just respond with a, check this out. This is how you run him. And uh, so... A little plug, we're going to ask Sheik to plug his channels a little later, but I thought this was a great time to just drop in while we have the, we can see the analytics that most people are listening in these early minutes. We want to just say, go on YouTube, look at our WWE Champions chat channel and check out our three minute move sets and share them with your faction. Like be the guy who actually posts them in Discord because he's so tired of those uh, questions. Any good? Is he good? Just start peppering your discord with our three minute move sets so that people uh don't have to ask those questions every time they get a poll <laughs> back to you guys <laughs> no no you're good i appreciate the shout and uh, and hopefully we'll, we'll co-brand some stuff with uh chic coming up here because i love the i love the community that forms forms around this great j man's got some great stuff out there sir zorro's got great stuff out there chic has some amazing content out there so yeah, early plug for all that. Uh, go check out everything Sheik does. But Sheik, so we talked last uh, week about Zombie Month. And uh, for most people, this is the favorite month in the entire game. Uh, freeform content for a minute. Just tell us, what are you thinking about this year's zombie adventure? Well, the first thing that comes to mind for the zombie adventure is you should go to youtube.com slash champions chat podcast and subscribe. It's free and make sure to check out that content. So that that's the first thing that I think of every single time. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> you know what? We should give you a nickname, Sheik. Like uh, if I was the American Nightmare and Lee was Goldust, you should you should have the honor of being the American Dream. Iron <laughs> Sheik, yes, 84. <laughs> Thank you, baby. I like being funky like a monkey. Funky head. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the state of the game right now. Um so I I always try to be positive when it comes to anything in life. Um so in general, look, you know. It, one of the things I always say, and I know I'm not, I'm not, I know I'm not specifically saying this for the game, but um, just, you know, people, you know, people have their own struggles. People have, you know, things going on that, you know, they may not articulate to everybody. So I try to focus on positives rather than just automatically go to the negatives. Because if I do that, I'm going to be miserable all day, right? <laughs> um, that being said, uh, I know when the MLC came out, people were livid you know oh my god cody rhodes isn't good and this and that you did this and you changed that and this is you know uh, again um i'm not saying it's not valid but um one of my big contention points has always been wait and see how it gets released before yeah. you complain or throw like you know start start grabbing your pitchforks and torches and say ah, I'm i'm mad about something um 
it's certainly been a weird week or two weeks so far um in the sense that uh taking away uh limiting the amount of trivia that you can do and then also on top of that taking away the mlc points in the webcoin store has been kind of odd um and this is just more of like a side note but um you're you know like i said you're limiting trivia and you're taking away the points and doing the um what is it the trying to think the scavenger hunt sorry i just for some reason mind blanked on that um and then like the web coin totals on those have been kind of crazy i don't know if you've noticed uh so it's kind of it's kind of weird you know um again i kind of want to see how the how the rest of the month plays out to kind of give my ultimate two cents on like hey this was great or eh, you know or give yeah. the thumbs down on how i feel about it yeah yeah. Mishik, do you think do you think this being a five week MLC, um, if there is there an effect on what we're seeing in the first two weeks? Is that something to keep in mind, or does that bear no relevance? Um. So to me, like, uh, this is just a me thing. Like, I've always thought the five week months are a little bit easier to max than the four weeks. Um. You know, because we typically get like one extra midweek event. Um. So usually uh, and I'm, I'm not gonna lie what happens is uh like when i when it gets to like week three ish you know or we go into the final weeks um especially since uh i'm on a more free-to-play journey um not completely like i said not completely cutting it out but um i just do starter pack and the five dollar packs every weekend what what happens is like i'm like oh my god i'm not gonna keep up with the pace i'm not gonna max the mlc ah <laughs> and then they release a midweek event where you get like a gazillion points and i'm just like oh like what is i freaking out about for no reason right yeah. yeah i think the five week in general adds a little bit extra but so one of the mm -hmm. things i've mentioned and and mm -hmm. uh we can talk i want to talk cody before we get off this subject but uh one of the things that is like the few like negative commentaries i have on the game right now period is I do not like this trend. They've done it two months in a row where one week does not have any MLC solo points at all. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little nervous because a five week, that'd be the easiest one to justify and be like, hey, uh, yeah, this week just doesn't have solo points. And it's like, that's the thing that most of us chase. Like at least 5,000 people a month chase the solo MLC. Mm -hmm. And when there's not points, it's like, ugh what are you doing? What, what, what do I do with this week? Uh, I don't know. Thoughts. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And that's kind of like just getting it, stemming it back to like my thing is that like, Oh my God, they didn't put any MLC points this week because, uh, Oh, by the way, shout out to, to Sapper Jedi, AKA Sap Daddy gaming. Love that dude. Um, yeah. every month he releases that chart, you know, the, 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 the pace chart that he does. So what happens is, you know, like you have the one week of no, like, you know, uh, like you said, of like no MLC points. So you take a look and you're like, oh, my God, I'm behind. Like, I'm so behind, you know. Uh, and then, you know, like I said, by the end of it, I'm just like, oh, what did I worry about? I was like, I have plenty of points. Uh, but right. it's, you know, it, it certainly does like it's one of those like perception is reality things where you're like, oh, my God, I'm not going to do it. You know, and then right. you freak out about having to spend money potentially. Right. Well, this this last MLC with Nikita, that was Rusty's first MLC to max. So we've been working with him on, hey, how, we, how do we get this going? Because Rusty wants a Cody Rhodes. In fact, I I want I have no Stardust. I have mm -hmm. no uh, Tech Cody. I have no Striker Cody myself either. I would like my first Cody Rhodes. But when this MLC came out, there was a subset of the community that was saying Cody is just not good enough as a chase character, which is interesting because they also reworked the uh, tech Cody that finished the story when he came out. So this is the second Cody in a row that they've like made lesser in people's eyes and then changed. So talk to me about where you thought he was now that they made the changes, how you feel about this chase character, even though none of us have him on our roster yet. There's a dude Wait. in our faction who does, but that's that's it, right? You know, <laughs> uh, there is one guy in my faction that does have him already. Uh, but yeah, uh, the so 
code sometimes like you know a character doesn't have to do 70 million damage turn one for him to be phenomenal in my opinion you know um there's multiple different play styles in this game people like one thing over another um i like the double sub setup personally i mean is it going to be turn one no but that's like the kind of gameplay that i like personally um but i will say this the whole like lose 75 percent of your health in order to do more damage i just me okay and this has nothing to do uh, well, uh, i'm sure this will come up a couple of times that has nothing to do with the weenie in a mask the wcw version <laughs> of it um i uh, so with with people's gameplay i've never been a fan of the you have to pin me in order for me to do xyz so like i know for example that carrion cross does a boatload of damage and sets up stuns and whatnot when you pin him uh, it's just like i said i'm not a big fan of that um i don't like uh you know uh, like i got ezekiel and i don't think i've used him outside of his uh outside of the tour one time i if i have no clue but you know like i said the whole like pin me to do xyz i'm just never i just i don't like that um so that's if i had to give like what i don't like about cody that's that's my thing is like okay yeah not crazy damage turn one but i'm also not like big on i have to lose a certain amount of health in order to to do something and i have like a, a almost uh, i have over 160,000 health packs so it's not like i have an issue like <laughs> like rehealing them afterwards it's just it, it's not my like i said it's not my style of gameplay it's not your preferred no i i get you i get you i just i wonder because like for example uh the first preview i saw was merrick's and uh, before they changed him, he was doing six, seven million on the triple red set turn one. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, and he's like, yeah, it's underwhelming. I'm like, how's, how's that under, I mean, 7 million granted six silver is blah, blah, blah. You know, you can get up to 20 million with some of your showboats, but then when they upped it, he's now at like 11 or 12 million, uh, with his, with his change turn one. And I'm just thinking like, that's, that's good. Like my, my triple H hall of fame, six star silver with the Piper plate is only doing 14 to 16 million. So, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that's a, another leap beyond, but it's not that big. Like we're not talking. I mean, like you said, there's characters like William Regal, like KO, you get the right setup with relentless and they can hit, you know, infinity damage turn one, turn two. Uh, but for the most part, I think anybody that hits in that five to 10 million is basically pretty good at six silver, six bronze, you know, especially. Uh, and then you got Becky who's coming out this weekend and she's hitting 30, 40, 50 million turn one. So you have just that different class of characters, I feel mm -hmm. like. But uh, Rusty, let me ask you this. How would you have felt if uh, your first Cody Rhodes, let's say you max this MLC, your first mm -hmm. Cody Rhodes is the one that everyone is dogging on is the bad cody rhodes what does that make you feel rusty i would have been grateful because i love cody i would not have had any animosity towards scopely i would have um felt like i worked hard all month and i got the the fruit of my labor and getting the chase character and i would have um worked him up i would have tried to you know look for the best trainers best skill plate and been super excited about Cowboy Zombie Cody. And I would have yeah. been none the wiser. I Like, I, I'll just, and you've heard us say this a few times. You guys have mentioned Mirix already. His, if you are listening to this show and you're on the Mirix server, you need to cut it out. You need to, first of all, you need to write a formal apology to Mirix for being a brat and causing our guy to, to retreat a little bit for his own sanity. Um, we love Mirics and um, we love this game and we love Cody Rhodes. So uh, maybe I'm the old curmudgeon sitting on the porch right now, griping at kids Thanks, to get Dad. off his lawn, you know, but it's like, and I, like, that's where I'm just like, I have played this game for years and it has never been as good as it is right now. I'm not going to complain about a, 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 a cool cowboy zombie Cody when I vividly remember the days of being stoked about getting Trickster Miz's gear and what that was going to do for my three-star 
roster. So like the days of power creep are happening. Um, we can't expect every new character to be more powerful than every other character or this game will implode. And, um, and, and none of you listening will ever get a win again because the creep will outpace you it will outspend you it will outreach you and you'll be going this sucks i all i do is lose i get on the champions and i i go to showdown and i just lose and i lose and i'm so sad and i'm a baby i need to complain i need to get on mirix's i need to get on twitch with mirix and complain in the chat where i'm a baby <laughs> oh my gosh well yeah well <laughs> you know and i mean like here's the thing rusty like i agree with you uh again like you know i hate to keep circling back to like i said you know when when like a showdown comes up and it's like hey you have to use this specific thing i don't take a look at my roster and immediately go oh man i don't have that one op guy to do it though okay I'm complaining, blah, 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 blah. You know, like what I do is I take a look and I'm like, okay, who can I use the most effectively to, you know, like to move forward? So for example, um, when they have like the attitude era uh, requirements. So uh, like I took a look at my roster and I was like, okay, well, I, I have Memrock at six star, but you know, when you have like, you know, when you have trap gems and this and that, you know, you, you know, you're at the mercy of like the RNG gods, right? So, um, so I took a look and I was like, okay, well, hey, look, here's my Z Austin. I was like, I can, if I were to put uh, Hollywood Hogan, which I got for free from the, uh, from the, uh, you know, from the showdown store. Um, and, you know, I put Dusty Rhodes on there. Uh, you know, I get my, you know, I get my purple, I get my purple stun ready turn one. And I'm like, okay, one match, boom put him in a stun loop and then I'd switch him to, you know, I just keep him in a perpetual stun loop until I got, I could tag in my OP character and then bam, I would just like, you know, just hammer him into the ground at that point. But yeah, but like, uh, like I said, but I, you know, it's like, and that's what I would do, but I wouldn't go uh, and say, Oh man, I have, I don't have big pop a pump. Oh, all right, fine. I'm not going to do the showdown period, you know, or anything like that. Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. What you've just demonstrated, Cheek, is what makes the game fun, that you have to strategize, that you have to think, that you have to collaborate with your faction, that you have to be creative, uh, and that you can't just throw money at the problem and assume it's going to fix everything, right? Yeah. Because it'll only fix the problem temporarily because, all right, like, let's just say, you know, I go spend a thousand bucks on pulls and I get big pop a pump and I put the resources into them. Great. Okay. Well, the next week when I need a new gen and I'm in the same boat, then what am I going to do? Keep throwing, you know, like I said, keep throwing money at the problem until it's solved. That's not, that's not the way to handle things. Yeah. And, and if you get creative in the game too, you find like, okay, let's go back to the Cody thing just real quick. Uh, a lot of people said, Hey, Cody's not that great. One, uh, what 10 people in the game have him right now anyway two uh he hasn't been in the wild for very long three there's always new trainers there's always new plates coming out so my example goes back to tech shamrock right i missed tech shamrock that was one of the the months you know i i, mo I maxed most mlcs i didn't max tech shamrock's mlc and then when i got him i hit you up and you said hey check out this build that uh i forget who it was sap daddy or somebody had put out and it was like, this This is good. Well, when Tech Shamrock came out, everybody was like, oh, this Chase character sucks. And then somebody figured out a build trick, and it, everybody all of a sudden switched to that. And it was like, yeah, he's really good. Guys, look how good he is. You know, it's like that same thing. Like, you get a character, and everybody's like, this is terrible. And then somebody, usually Sir Zaro, figures out the right plate combination. And all of a sudden, everybody's like, oh, I wish I'd gotten him. Oh, wow. Now I need this. And, you know, it just kind of plays into that negativity bias. We've talked on here a lot of times. But, you know, enjoy what you've got. Use what you've got well. And then every once in a while, not jealous, Sheik, mm -hmm. you hit Carmelo Hayes. Oh, yeah. Just every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, like, yeah, exactly like you said. Um, so, like, two two quick examples I can give. Hall of Fame Andre, absolute garbage. Drip plate yep. comes out, 10 out of 10. Right. And god also, tier god yeah, tier character exactly right? yeah, god tier. 
Yeah, and then also take a look at Eric Bischoff. Uh, people wrote him yep. off. I mean, he's got an infinite, um, and it takes seven hours to beat a three star gold with it, but you know, you can do it. <laughs> uh, but then, um, I forgot exactly who it is, and apologize, Master Jim. Yeah, yeah, he figured out that one combo, and then everyone is like, oh my god he's awesome you know and uh i know that whenever christmas or whatever rolls around people are going to go nuts trying to get his gear to do that setup yep absolutely absolutely so we just never know Mm -hmm. go ahead rusty i'll just say i think if you're out there listening right now and you and you would take some of the things that lee and sheik are saying to heart not only would it help you in the game i think it would actually help you as a person like i think i think like this is we're talking about like concepts like gratitude concepts like patience concepts like creative thinking like you actually be a better person if you listen to what these wise sages are saying right now beyond the game yep that's right we've talked about this and i talk about a lot but just look up the curse of the lottery right the curse of the lottery is that people who win the lottery by and large end up depressed suicidal disconnected isolated and just worse off for where they were because the thinking is when i get carmelo like when i get the new showboat undertaker when i get big papa pump that will finally change everything right but the reality is things like that the power creep the money the the instant fame and success whatever it is that we're searching for in life right it just turns up who you already are louder so if you were disconnected before you got that big influx of money, all of a sudden now you're more disconnected. If you were depressed before you got it, there's going to be that little hit of dopamine, and then you're going to get even more. It just turns you up louder. I just want, so let me let me pose a question to you, and we'll turn a corner here. It's like I'd love to hear she Lee. I'll share mm-hmm. something, but like, what are you really enjoying in the game right now? Like, what's the most fun thing? When you open champions and when you go and you're like, yes, it's today is the day for this thing. What, what is that? Oh, uh, okay. Uh, my favorite thing is always uh, finding out the way to cheese the strategy on something. So, and if you ever want to know the best setups uh, to, uh, to beat said, uh, you know, tour whatnot, make sure to go to youtube.com slash champions, uh, champions chat podcast and check out the three minute video so that you can figure out how to beat these tours on your own as well. Okay. Listen, I think, we're not paying um, him for this. I swear. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I, first of all, I think you've gone from guest to like one of the team, um, over the <laughs> last, right. uh, 30 plus minutes. I think you're official now. I think there's been, <laughs> a merger of brands um and and we'll see where all this goes but i bet i bet our content subscribers would probably love to see more of you on our channel (laughs) oh yeah our our, the the teams we run with they love chic in fact i got a dm yesterday a couple people every week are like hey when's the podcast coming out because you know sometimes it's thursday sometimes it's friday Mm -hmm. uh and then the other thing is like hey and what's going on this week i'm like one it's cool that uh that they care right but the so yesterday got somebody text that said well sheik's coming on again and just immediate response not even hesitation was i freaking love sheik like yeah we do too so there you go i i told you like you know here's the thing i I love streaming i love making content i enjoy this game a lot and i enjoy the community because you know if it wasn't for the fact that i get to chat with such great people i wouldn't care about this game and you know like i would just do my own thing and you know call of the day yeah maybe we could call ourselves the unofficials right we're the unofficial content creators and that's (laughs) that's who we are we've banded together (laughs) a new faction yeah uh but yeah but like i said what am i what am i enjoying about the game currently uh like i said I, i like i like figuring out you know strats on on how to beat people so um you know, like with with Rock, for example. Um, so I know not. Uh, so you know how everybody got that free Foley plate um, yeah. a while back. So uh, I came up with like kind of an unorthodox way of beating his tour, which uh, I know this probably would have helped out last week. But if you're still you you still got time to do this. So um, 
maybe I'll put this in the three minute move set, you know, uh, but basically what I did was uh, I, the, the setup that I did with the finisher was uh, if you break six black gems, you create the, the, the power gems, correct? So right. instead of, uh, instead of uh, working towards uh, breaking like purple gems and whatnot, uh, you get the six, uh, six MP boost. Uh, so I was just like, okay, hey, I'll just do the finisher turn one, put in a trainer that produces, you know, that makes uh, extra black gems uh, jump on the board. So then I would be like, break, 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 do the six. And then uh, I would use the remainder, you know, to, to do more purple gems. And then, you know, you hit the finisher, the power gems appear, uh, opponent kicks out, does their turn. And then everything that you do after that does power gem damage. So like I, I cleared it with a breeze because I was just like, hey, you know. This is so much easier than like trying to, you know, use props and put people in infinite, you know, stuns that, you know, do 6,000 damage a turn. So, you know, like I, that's why I use like my, my analogies of like, oh yeah, it takes seven hours to beat somebody, but Hey, it works. You could do it. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, rusty went on a cruise a few years ago and I know almost exactly when it was, cause it was the KO month and rusty and I've talked about, like he has KO now, but he missed that. And, that yeah anyway it was it was a fun story but uh that was the uh time he was on the cruise he's like hey i can't play the game can you log in for me and just do these and it was during austin 316 event and so i'm using i'm literally holding two devices in my hand one is my uh phone and one of is like a kindle or something i'm running rusty's account and i have stun lock going on each one because you had to beat a six star and I think I had like a four star or five star at best uh, zombie Austin. And it was literally just stun over here, switch hands, stun over here, switch hands, <laughs> stun over here. But I won both of them for us. Right. It was great. So I think the thing for me uh, and, and, you know, we've kind of hit on it a couple of times. It's not even necessarily in the game itself, but I think for me, it's the community. Right. I mean, any game that can build up a community is going to is going to survive no matter how good bad or other it is like my son he uh, got a vr and so he plays gorilla tag on his uh, on his meta quest and like he, he goes on that game all the time but it's really to to get the people together to hang out you hear him like hey run over here let's do that you know it's kind of that kind of thing and then similar to to this uh, i will say though um, you know, something unique to this last month for me is we weren't producing any YouTube content, right? So Sheik, you know this, you've been living that life for some time now, but I had to, like, normally I do my talent up on my break at work, right? And I'm just like, woo, I did it. I had to wait till I got home so that I could record the content so that I could put out the content. But let me tell you, this was my most fun talent up because I don't know, I don't know who, I, I mean, it's uh, it's got some views on it and stuff, but I don't know who's watched my 45 minute maxing the talent up video but whether or not you watched it i just enjoyed the heck out of making it i mean i, I can do the gift to gab thing too and uh just talking for 45 minutes on random junk on that video i thought was so fun and so uh getting to be an unofficial here together uh it's just fun making content seeing what people like and seeing what catches on some people you know, are going to enjoy the short form three minute videos. Some people are going to go for those long videos. Sheik, I watched your talent up the other, the other day while I was chilling, getting ready for bed and stuff. Like, it's just fun. It's a good community. And we just, I think, enjoy getting to hang together, even though it's discord comments here and there and YouTube videos here and there. Like it's, it's a loose community, but it's a fun gathering too. So mm -hmm. my thoughts. Oh, yeah. I agree completely. Is it to me? Um, here's what I'm enjoying in the game right now and having the most fun with is we had some new guys come into our faction and yeah. um, it feels like they really breathed uh, a fresh wind into it. They had some experience from other factions. They were leaders. They were just tired of being leaders. They wanted to just have fun with the game again but they brought in ideas that we had never used or utilized and seen before. Um, so we basically, we got um, to, to use a new set of tools that they brought with them, like a moveset server. We've, we're starting to set up like roster coaches, like a formal like coaching system where you 
if you're a free to play player, you're going to go to this one room and get some help from these coaches. If you're more of a big spender, you're going to jump over here and get some help from these guys that are spending a little bit more in the game. And um, all that to say, um, it just feels like we're kind of walking tall right now as a faction with some new blood and getting along and having fun. And also um, some of those guys are um, have helped us push. We were all the way up to number two overall in the kickoff contest. And it was like, we were right. We were actually in front of Woken for like a good, I don't over a day. And it was like, this is insane. Like what is happening right now? Uh, so we, you know, we dropped um, and didn't, we didn't finish the contest in that spot, but we had a couple of guys that made it into the top 10 of the kickoff event and um, some really cool scores. All that to say, this is a social game. And if you're not having fun with the people you play with, come to our faction, Toxic Mafia. We're having a good time. Join Sheik's faction. Find some guys you like and and um, and have some fun with them. Break gyms together. Collaborate in Discord and um, build something special that you look forward to, to playing um, at the end of the day. Are there some – maybe the next question is this. Hey, Sheik, what are you – and your faction doing that you think is just kind of cool. Maybe other factions out there could learn um, from you guys that some of the some of the strategies that you've been utilizing. Oh yeah, definitely. So uh, uh, I know you didn't mention it. So my factions, uh, you're on the list. Uh, you know, we made it. You know, it's been in the game for a long time. So I know Jericho is not in WWE anymore, but. Uh, you know, we, we've slowly done like the creep, you know, um, when I joined four years ago or five years ago, whatever it was at this point, um, you know, we were right outside that cusp of a hundred. And then, uh, when I joined, you know, they hit the top 100 naturally, you know, cause, uh, you know, I was that, that it factor that pushed them over the top. Uh, it also took, uh, also, I remember one of my favorite things is great J man. Uh, when I first joined, um, he was just like, oh, yeah, uh, me and a friend had joined at the same time. And, si and since then, he's left the game. But uh, he was basically like, oh, I'm going to beat you next faction feud. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'd like to see you try. <laughs> so I was number one on scores for the longest time. And so I'd always like hold it over his head and be like, oh, hey, I was like, where are you? Oh, for I'm number one from the top of the mountain. I, I think I can see you at 11, you know. <laughs> nice <laughs> um but yeah uh you know i mean we we usually we do the one percent you know rules on most uh, on all non-spend events so you know like what we mean is uh you know when you have like the faction events that are like literally you can't grind it out you can't get points doing xyz the only way you can win is by you know they can move up is by spending money we were like look you know you want to spend that's on you you don't want to you know you're good um i have never forced anybody to spend money in this game as a faction leader nor will i so that's just just adding my two cents in there um but yeah uh besides the uh besides the one percent um what we've been doing uh, what we've been doing lately is um we've uh, in our uh, so we have we use discord i know everybody i know some people use facebook groups some people use still use line you know we used to use line and then i kind of like i drew a line in the sand i was just like i don't want to use line anymore <laughs> discord Stop. i was like everybody's got 30 days to move over please <laughs> everybody moved over within a couple of days and i was like oh thank god uh but uh what we've done is we created like channels for like strikers powerhouse and whatnot so um, a lot of our people are, uh, you know, do have the OP movesets because they are the top spenders. So like Lurch is one of them, I'm sure. Uh, a lot of people have seen Lurchy 119 at the top of the uh, at the top of the boards every weekend. Um, so uh, we've created like our own like OP moveset uh, channels. And on top of that, uh, you know, we also have the, hey, how do you want to cheese it? This is how you do it. <laughs> That's nice. really cool. I pulled you guys up in the portal right now. And um, yeah, wow. Uh, <laughs> you mentioned Lurchy. I was looking at his roster just now and it was like the dream. You know, we all have the dream roster. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, Ministry of Darkness, Six Star Silver, um, you know, Rocker Sean, Six Star Silver. Anyway, I'll stop. I'm I'm coveting another man's property right now. Um, oh yeah, looks- <laughs> he's, he's over twelve mil right now. So yeah, he's yeah he's definitely uh he's got the dream roster. But the one thing I will tell you, so he's probably gonna hate me for this and probably curse me out as soon as he figures this out. I have Jim Duggan and I have NWO Sting. So anytime we have a roster thing, he's like, oh, blah, 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 this. I'm like, oh, hey. I was like, Lurch, how do you run Duggan again? And oh, yeah, like, you know, uh, I have this setup and I needed a plus two on red. So I used NWO Sting. Can you do that too? Uh, that's nice. <laughs> Man, it's, I'm telling you, though, it's the community. It's the banter. It's the fun that uh, that just makes the game even better. But I, I'm jealous of NWO Sting, the Wolfpack. I I got all the Stings except Hall of Fame and uh, Wolfpack. And when he I, – I remember they announced, like, the showdown shop is now going to start producing shards of Wolfpack Sting. And I was like, hooray, I can finally get him. And, like, two days later he left and they changed it. And I was like, oh, come on. Yeah. So uh, – Real quick before we transition into real life WWE wrestling, who's a character in the game that you cannot get anymore that you don't have that you wish you could get? Um, so I really wish that I had been more serious about getting Hall of Fame Booker. Uh, mm. you know, um, they uh, remember when like the original Hall of Fame came out, like or the Hall of Fame month. I was just like, ah, there'll be more, there'll be better Hall of Fames later on. Ah, I don't care, you know. Uh, and that was a big, big mistake because I was like, oh crap, they didn't put out a good, they didn't, they didn't produce another Hall of Fame character for a long time. So I was just like, oh man, the one I have is terrible. Uh, what am I gonna do? Uh, so yeah, it's it's that it's it's the characters that I can't get. Uh, so it's that one, and then um. Also, uh, I was a big fan of uh, Luke Harper, and I really wish I'd got his uh, his Bludgeon Brothers version. And I do know that they retooled uh, Rocky Maivia to have the same move set, but it's not the same when you don't have you know when you don't have the original character behind it. True story. Yeah, Rusty. What about you? Who are you? Uh, let me take a guess, but who are you missing uh, that you cannot get anymore? Not just Cody Rhodes, but that you oh, cannot get I was going to say Ted anymore. Cody. Ted Cody. I was <laughs> that was, that's my biggest regret is that we were on, uh, we did free to play and we had a, Lee and I had an agreement. We won't spend this month. And then everyone got Ted Cody and I'm sitting here Cody list still. That is my regret. Same. So who I can't get, um, Okay, gosh, this is, I don't even know if it's PC to say this, but, like, I loved Enzo. Like, before they retooled and reskinned, like, Enzo and Shane, like, he was so much fun to play with in that three-star meta, and he self-healed, so he he could do anything. He could could be, like, your main guy, Um, and I never had his gear, but, like, so it would have been, like, the showboat Enzo plus gear. Um, is not available. He's been reworked. I think he's Kofi. Is he Kofi now, or who is yeah. he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Chubo he's the Kofi. yellow MP, yeah. yellow MP um, Kofi. Um, but I, I used to love Enzo uh, in the three star meta. Maybe the most fun character uh, to play with back then. Oh yeah, I agree with yeah. you. Actually, I used to use him all the. I actually had Enzo, uh, Enzo into Akam into Kofi. But yeah, uh, yeah, he was in, he was like he was phenomenal. He was like the best character in the game, especially for like blitzes and stuff. Like you know, for the for the longest time. Uh, and I actually also had Del Rio back in the day. So when they reskinned him into Rezar, like you know, uh, I uh, I have that too. Yeah, that's. I was gonna say I've got both of the authors of Pain. What are you talking about? But yeah, they're they're different cards now. I so for me, uh, I, the joke cheeky answer is. I haven't cuddled with Ryback yet. Uh, I don't get to, and that's that's a shout out to the to the Black Pearl uh, faction. They always make fun of Rybacks in the game, but you see that random six star silver Ryback show up every once in a while, and you're like, "What did that person do with their life? Right? What is what are these choices that you're making here?" I, I'm just saying. But uh, Rusty, you you appreciate this answer. The one that I've always wanted in there is uh, is Stardust that you can't oh. get anymore. 
because I, I do have a Cody. I have Stardust. What? I have I've been Stardust. thinking this whole time you haven't had a Cody, and you've had a Cody Rhodes sitting on your okay, roster. Okay, so that's not Cody Rhodes. That's what Stardust. He's a kid. disagree. He's, he's a persona. He's an enigma. You know, he's he he. Anyway, yeah, Dusty. You are ruining my content stream here. I am making videos on our channel saying, will I get a Cody Rhodes before Rusty? Can I finish yes. the story before Rusty? And you right. already have a Cody Rhodes? No, I have Stardust. You rigged it. They're two completely different personas, completely different backstory. They're not – Stardust is not Cody. Stardust was never Cody. I, I just – you have to keep the kayfabe alive on some level, right? <laughs> well that's the only cody that i have i can tell you that right now i'm glad that they finally acknowledged it too because you remember originally when they would have like the any cody thing you couldn't use stardust for the for the uh bonus and now you can so yeah, yeah I, I got none of them here I, I i'm apparently the only person on the champs chat podcast right now who doesn't have a cody rusty rust <laughs> i also would identify as Cody list, even though there may be a Cody um, in, in disguise on my roster. That's it. I'm changing my answer back to Wolfpack sting. That's, that's my favorite gimmick. <laughs> it is. I, I, that's it. I, the quest for Cody has been solved on this channel. Oh, I'm just oh, sad, man. but well, I'm still going to uh, chase the real Cody. The real the zombie. So if if uh, Stardust doesn't count as a real Cody, why does Zombie count as a real Cody? Huh? Well, huh? because he's the undead version of Cody Rhodes. He's oh. he's the he's the sheriff who through mysterious uh, virus or happenstance happened to lose coherence and develop a hunger for brains. Um, yeah, he's still Cody. I see how we're playing this story here. Totally speechless. Totally speechless. <laughs> oh. So the so. two takeaways from today are be nice to Mirix and don't complain about the superstars you have or don't have. Right? Those are the two nice Subscribe to Iron Sheet well, no. 84 on YouTube. Oh, no. And I was going to say, no, you forgot. I was like, you need to go to youtube.com slash champions chat podcast and subscribe today. <laughs> This is great. You're oh, hired. You you're you. Hired. We're gonna pay you the same salary that we that we draw from this company, and it is it is there's unlimited fringe benefits. All unlimited right, zero dollars, cool. unlimited yeah, zero. Dollars. Oh, so real life, Rusty. What are you thinking for WWE AEW World? Well, okay, so I. I think, um, and I'm excited to hear Sheik talk about this, but I, so I think WWE, I finally believe the rumor. I read it this morning, in fact, that, um, that Triple H is officially in the seat and created, that it is yep. resolved, it is not Vince, and it is Paul Levesque, and he has creative license, and I am so excited because we saw glimpses of this and what was possible and i still have a huge place uh for for black and gold nxt in my heart and the triple h era it's some of the best writing and he took virtual nobodies or indie darlings like gargano and made them into gods and goddesses over there i mean just put people on the map wrote the best stuff um, and so I'm really excited to see what's possible with the emergence of Cody Rhodes and the decline of whatever the top faction, you know, bloodline, whatever place they held in wrestling. We're starting to see the deck be shuffled. We're starting to see main roster people go to NXT. Suddenly NXT is must watch TV again, even to where, they're trying to actively snuff out AEW and the what's now the Tuesday Night Wars. This is a it's a pretty low stakes as far as what's it like the championships and all that. It doesn't really matter, but it's really really good in entertaining wrestling right now. 
Yeah. So um, I, I've been a little behind on wrestling only because I had uh, some things to take care of with my little one this weekend uh, and in the past week in general. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, the little glimpses of things that I've been able to catch here and there. Um, look, I know there's going to be people who are diehard AEW versus WWE things. Look, I like wrestling, period. I don't care. Women's wrestling, men's wrestling, not too big on intergender, just as a side note. But look, AEW has been doing some fantastic stuff. WWE has been doing some fantastic stuff. Um, although I will tell you, <laughs> as a fan of Botchamania, uh, do, would you all like to know what my favorite thing in wrestling has been this week? Absolutely. Okay. So um, I don't know if you, uh, I'm sure you can probably look it up on YouTube. Um you know, right after you subscribe to youtube.com slash champions <laughs> chat podcast. Uh, so uh, did y'all see the Raquel versus Nia Jax match? I did not. Yes. Okay. I did. Okay. So by the way, if anybody doesn't want a spoiler, just skip ahead like 20 seconds. Okay. But okay. You know, at the end of the match, when Raquel had her, uh, it picked her up from the turnbuckle and had her in the powerbomb position. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at Nia Jax, when she's walking out, there's an imprint <laughs> of Raquel's uh, makeup on her gear. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. That's like my, no, cause like you could actually see like, here's face, here's eyes, here's mouth. Like that's my favorite thing in wrestling this week. Wow. <laughs> That was really good. That was actually an impressive spot by Raquel. Oh, yeah. I mean, by Raquel. By Raquel. Yeah, first of yeah. all. Super impressive. The only person um, in the game who's a powerhouse that's named Powerhouse. That's yeah. She gets the title, right? Until. Yeah, so. Until. So here's my thing, right? I, uh, I didn't watch NXT. I still don't have that ability. But YouTube, man, they... I noticed you talk about the the Tuesday night war. I mean, that was a one week thing only, but but WWE so went after AEW that within minutes of things happening on NXT, they were on YouTube. Like boom. So I watched all the high points, right? But one of them, man, I I'm telling you with Cody, although he should have finished the story at WrestleMania, we've all got that blah blah blah, with Cody coming in and with Jade Cargill coming in, the way that they are presenting her as like, this isn't just some developmental talent. This isn't just some AEW talent that we're going to now trash. Because when when Vince got guys from other companies, I mean, just look back at the, the uh, invasion angle, right? Vince literally made fun of everybody who is WCW. He booked them as if they were stupid, incapable, BCD level guys. Diamond Dallas Page, who was one of the, best wcw champions ever gets beat by the undertaker's ex-wife right and definitively so so that's the vince booking method jade cargill comes in and immediately they treat her like a superstar and i wasn't sure how they were going to do it i i hoped that she would get the rocket just because like what does that say to the rest of the industry now oh triple h is in charge and if you want to be taken care of you come to the guy who who points at you when you join the roster, right? And I bet, I, I would be surprised if they don't book Jade versus Nia. And it is, Cheek, you mentioned one of my favorite matches of all time, Goldberg versus Brock. I, I bet you it is that Jade walks in, press slams Nia Jax over her head to the outside of the ring, and the end is here, right? And then all of a sudden, like, see this? This is what we can do for you, Ricky Starks, this is what we can do for you, John Moxley. Why don't you come see how the water is, huh? Huh? Big I, Bill. I think it's a big play. Yeah. Big Bill. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, just as a side note, so Ricky Starks is from Texas. Um, he lives, I, I don't know if he's still in Austin or not, but um, dude, I love Ricky Starks. I think he's fantastic. Uh, and one of the things that I like, uh, I love about indie wrestling as well is like, you know, every single show, like I'd make it a point to talk to him and like Sammy Guevara and uh, Eric uh, from, you know, uh, the Viking Raiders. Uh, Ivar actually made fun of my name once. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. He, he threw it. He threw it as a joke. So um, I know this is a PG podcast, um, 
but uh you know it's like i was getting an eight by ten uh and he was like you know and he was like uh, you know he was like who do you make it out to so you know like my real name is shams so it was s h and then he was just like and then he just like yells uh you remember Austin's uh, promo about putting an S in front of the hit in yeah, front of the hit man. And that's what I think yeah. about him. Yeah, right. that's what he. Uh, that's what he called me. <laughs> awesome. Wow, dude has the most beautiful moon salt I've ever seen. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, if he was uh, Ivar. He was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. He's had two amazing matches the last two weeks against Kofi Kingston on Raw. Like. To like five star matches. Oh yeah. yeah, no, they're like they're both great. I was so excited whenever they went. You see, here's the thing: like, I I was so excited for them to go, but on the same token, I'm just like, oh man, I miss like seeing them wrestle in front of like a hundred, hundred and fifty people, and I could just like walk up to a stable and be like, hey, what's up? How's it going? You know, he used to he went by Ray uh, Raymond Rowe. So I was just like, hey, Ray, what's up? You know, I, I miss that, you know, and I wish I could do it more often. But, you know, you, <laughs> I'm I'm happy for his success. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm jealous of your, uh, you know, we can't, well, we could now, um, you know, on the on the video version of this. But last time Sheik was on, just taking us through his album of all the people he's met and mm-hmm. just all, oh, gosh, it's so cool. Just so oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, but you are in Texas, right? That is wrestling mecca number one if not mech number two right that's that's yeah. always been the territory days and on the sportatorium the the flare country part two all that was right there mm-hmm. the von erics oh man yeah. you gonna watch really, the documentary on the von erics uh not yet but it's on the it's on the list and i'm really looking forward to uh the movie coming out here shortly uh, i forget what the release date is but it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah have you ever met Alexa Bliss? Have you ever shared a warm embrace with Alexa Bliss? Um, no, going somewhere. not yet. <laughs> but uh, but I will say that, yeah, well, I don't think it's fair for her to meet me because like, I, I, I you know, it's like, she's, she's, you know, she's pregnant. She has, you know, she's got, you know, she's married. I think it would be unfair to her husband for her right. to meet me and right. know what she missed out on and like, you know, hold that it's resentment true. towards him for the rest of her life. Oh, I know. Yeah. Ryan. Yes. Era, no doubt. Um, he dated Jessica Simpson for, for, I mean, not, he dated Ashley Simpson for the longest time. Um, and I think he, I think he upgraded to Alexa Bliss. I think he's doing pretty good with old Lexi Kaufman. So, but he's no chic. He's no iron chic. She did miss out on that boat. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'd be interested to see what happens with her when she comes back. Because Vince clearly had no clue what to do with her for years on there. And uh, maybe, maybe something to take us out on. One of the rumors going around is that they are going to actually go ahead with the Wyatt Six faction. They're going to have Bo continue to be Uncle Howdy. Alexa, when she comes back, is going to be a part of this. And then they'll build around and kind of maintain the Bray Wyatt legacy in that. What, what, are, your, what are your thoughts on Triple H taking us back to the funhouse in honor and memoriam of those who have gone before? It's No thoughts. Yeah, so no, it's it's kind of hard to say like you know one thing definitively you know over the other. Uh, it's you're gonna get you're gonna get the camp of like, hey, they're doing you know like they're honoring him the way that you know he should be honored, and then you know you're gonna have the camp of like, oh, it's not gonna be you know he's not being honored enough, or why did you do X Y Z? You know this is tarnishing the legacy of Bray Wyatt. Um, now I did hear that rumor as well. Um, it's really going to be have to be a wait and see with what exactly they do with them. Um, me personally, like I thought the tribute that they did was great, and that's where, like where I personally would have ended it. But let's let's see. You know, I'm always interested in seeing what happens because uh, when people like when people think like, oh, it's not going to be good or this or that, they do surprise you 
with something that you don't, you know, you don't expect, and it turns out to be way better than, you know, what you hoped it to be. Yeah. Yeah. So WWE's history in the past, and again, we've talked about Triple H taking over versus Vince taking over now, is the character is this thing that is separated from the person, right? So we talked about that with Stardust. That was Rusty's argument. But think Doink the Clown, right? How, like, okay, that guy can't fulfill the role anymore. So now we're just going to, you know, we're going to throw somebody else into that spot. Uh, do you think if Vince were still in charge that we might see someone else play the Fiend versus do you think they should bring back the Fiend under a different, like whether it's Bo Dallas or, or, or whoever as an honorarium, do you think that that character, like similar to Doink, like similar to some of the characters that have been separated from the people do you think that honors bray wyatt or do you think that just tarnishes? it's like the it's like the uh direct-to-video version you know like how they have like the little mermaid and then they have like this really poorly drawn animation that you get for three bucks at the video store or whatever like what what do you guys think on that rusty we're, pa we're passing to you oh i so I like the possibilities there, like a lot. I like, because I, I even thought we were starting to see a separation between Bray and The Fiend. I thought that The Fiend might have even been on some level a spirit or, a, a, a dare I say it, like a demon that kind of haunted him or inhabited it. So, like, I could see even Bo like running with a story that pays um, tribute or that acknowledges that this was an evil outside of Bray. And this evil is now being taken on by another, like, like that, that would be okay. Um, I don't, but, but I think you would then have to, he would have to dress different. He would have to act different. He, he couldn't, he couldn't wear, you know, the same things and do the same things and basically just be, like you said, the director video. He couldn't just be a substitute cheesy fiend. Um, so, so I, and like, I think on some level, that's the story they were trying to tell with Abigail and Alexa, like that somehow that there was this spiritual evil inhabiting her. that was beyond her. Um, so I think I'd be okay in that, universe with that stuff happening but what i don't want to see is um fake diesel fake razor ramon yeah so yeah that's exactly I, I, it's almost disrespectful no go ahead cheek oh sorry i didn't mean to i didn't mean to interrupt you there lee there no go. that's what i was gonna say was uh when you asked me that question like i, I didn't want to be the first one to respond but yeah fake razor and fake diesel were like the thing that i thought of immediately um mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like I said, it, it's it's hard to like give a definitive answer here. And I'm not trying to be wishy-washy on it. Like me personally, I would say don't do it. That that's that's me though, is that right. you know, it was you know, it was encompassed in Wyndham Rotunda. And I, you know, I I like I said, I thought the send-off was beautiful and very mm -hmm. fitting and to me like i would say that should be like that should be it that's again that that's just my opinion yeah. i i wouldn't do the why it's six but that that that's me i think it seems I, like they're going there but we'll see and i well i was gonna say i think there's a group of superstars that needs to be in it to legitimize what they're doing right now and braun Strowman could be one above all that could really benefit from becoming a heel again, embracing kind of a monster role, monster among men. Um, they've got some guys that it just, it, they just, what are they going to be part of like No Way Jose's dance group? Are they going to be like a fake referee? Are they going to be security in this next bit? Are they going to be the ambulance driver? So it's like, there's real talent out there needing a home and a faction always gives 
talent a place to get on screen and get reps and be seen and stay in front of the fan base. So I'm all for that. I'm all for the Wyatt Six, and I'm all for guys that are just fledgling right now coming into a place of prominence again through it. If they could use that as like a creative outlet, I mean, that was Bray's, Wyndham's real life. His biggest thing was he was the most creative dude in the room all the time, it seemed like. And and uh, that creativity that broke from Vince's vision uh, didn't often get embraced. It'd be interesting if, you know, if nothing else to honor his legacy, if they did something where those who had those creative bents or, you know, you've got like, what is it like Joe Gacy or some of those guys who like kind of go out there a little bit. Like if that was like the, Hey, we'll, we'll give you this stream. We'll give you this chance because that's what, uh, that's what Wyndham would have, would have gotten. I, I would also say uh, kind of just last minute circle back to the game here. I think if I could choose anything in the game or any character to come to the game, like they've removed versions of Bray, they've removed versions of, you know, and reskinned them when he was uh, let go from the company. I think a, like that last run that he had, if they put a version into the game of that and made him definitively SS tier, like definitively one of the better characters in the game, I think that'd be really cool. I think that'd be really cool. And I also think, uh, Hall of Fame ceremonies this year, uh, I would be slightly surprised if they're not considering Wyndham Rotunda as like the headliner for the Hall of Fame. That would be, I think that would be a real honoring move. So I didn't mean to take us purely on a on a Bray Wyatt celebration, but uh, we're there. Uh, yeah. So final thoughts? <laughs> yeah. I've uh, always been yeah. a- Oh, oh, go sorry, ahead. go ahead. I was gonna say, yeah, I would be, I would be shocked if he's not in the Hall of Fame class this this year. I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah, and I've always been a Bray guy, and so it's easy to drift into conversation about him. I think um, he was, he was underrated, um, and I, I like that's crazy to say, but like he's a guy that never really got as over as he deserved and yet when he finally did get over it was during the lame pandemic era thunderdome we never really got to see what he was capable of in his healthiest state with the crowd behind him i think we were he was on the cusp of that and so we we will always have that as a as a regret or that will always be something that makes us sad as wrestling fans Agreed. Agreed. Well, uh, I normally do the close, but uh, Sheik, uh, why don't you take us out, plug your channels, and uh, tell everybody goodbye. All right, yeah. So, uh, as always, appreciate y'all following me on both YouTube and Twitch at IronSheik84. And also, once again, just to close us out, make sure you go to youtube.com slash champions chat podcast and subscribe today for some fantastic content. And uh, as always, I appreciate y'all watching. And don't forget to tune back in for some WWE champions action.